0: thank for another day wake up gotta be thankful
1: for another day early in the morning 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 gotta be thankful for another day waking by sunlight my Okay, well, you later in. in. I yeah, guess
0: right, I must be forgot every time I was on my but
2: I can't get it But don't.
0: The don't, tell, don't tell them. <laughs> I'm tired. So oh, yeah. I'll be tired immediately. No, we'll, we'll
1: Definitely not recording right now, so.
0: <laughs> we'll beep we'll it We're,
2: when you say, when we say who you are and where you're coming from. The
0: Bloke
1: museum. You <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to know what museum.
2: <laughs> oh, I just saw Cameron says he'll be on 10 to 15 late. <laughs> oh,
1: that's cool. That'll be fun to jump on.
0: I hope my internet holds this time.
2: <laughs> oh, it's okay. If it, That was funny last time. So. It's
0: like it just knows I'm doing something important. <laughs> and then the, the router's like, I'm going to shut off now.
2: <laughs> or it doesn't like us. The router has heard Oscar bait and is not a fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it seems like suspicious activity. <laughs> yes.
2: It's flagged. How oh.
0: have you been? Um, I've been okay. Good? Yeah. Busy, yeah. Things have really ramped up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's true. Yeah.
0: What about you? You're psyched about this series is starting. Yes.
2: I'm very excited. It's been a. I'm kind of working nonstop right now at my dog job, so that I yeah. can have the days off for highs and lows. Um, but it's good. I'm I'm getting ready, and we'll have the. Uh, finally have that fucking shirt done and announced soon which will help and then i can stop talking about hype beast things (laughs) 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 but at least it turned out good i do i i will uh i like the i like the design so yeah
0: they're cool yeah are you guys just gonna like are are we selling them or you guys are gonna handle that
2: we're just gonna sell
0: them you're gonna have like a merch table yeah cute
2: yep it's just easier and then also none of the music box staff has to deal with some of the type of uh streetwear obsessives that will probably come through
0: oh that's probably like a nice change of pace for them honestly <laughs> that's true
1: <laughs> okay. yeah. they'll be less talkative too I would imagine they'll all be like on ketamine <laughs> <laughs> hi Cameron very
3: chill hi. welcome Whoa. But my camera's not
1: on.
2: <laughs> You're just a green sea today.
1: <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Well, did I tell you the the shirts are arriving late? Yes. Okay.
2: What tomorrow? Right?
1: Today's Tuesday. Yes. So tomorrow. Yeah.
2: That's yeah, all right. Ugh.
1: Hello, Cameron. Hi. What's up? Don't oh, know. <laughs> well, you're just in time. We, Will, and I have been running down the Oscar nominees. Yeah,
2: big news. Oh, oh yeah,
0: Mark. that was this morning. Yep. I also haven't
2: looked. <laughs> Only surprises. Nothing you'd expect. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> there's yeah. There's a lot of things I didn't see coming. So. It's like
0: all that Adam McKay movie got all of them. Oh yeah, it got you in know. Anchorman
2: three.
3: It got that even was
0: that, that even released in theaters? I'm so confused. I don't I thought, think so. I thought think that was a Netflix only. Yeah, it
1: yeah. Was. It was cool. all Netflix. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool movie. You know, it's really uh, it's a, it's a it's a really interesting parallel they make in the movie.
2: Fuck off. <laughs> 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 that, just as I was like getting more hope for the world, briefly, like a little glimmer. Um, that movie became the most watched movie in Netflix history and reminded me the truth
0: <laughs> well the repertory scene has been like on fire so we can feel good right. about that I think that's right
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's,
0: it's been like real real nice to see
1: yay and it's well, about was... to be even more on fire that's Very right
0: soon. Great, great transition <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, Well, let's welcome our guests We have Rebecca and Cameron from the Chicago Film Society As our our second round of returning guests And now we've pooled you all into one So we don't have to do any more email threads Trying to figure out when people are going to be around So Mm -hmm. you all had really good news happen earlier this year You all received a pretty major grant from one mr andy warhol
2: yeah congrats
1: um you all want to talk about that real quick i don't know if we can
3: yet um that that grant's attached to a a specific project that we haven't announced yet um i'll just say it's big and it's it's exciting i don't know i guess yeah (laughs) that's that's all i we're we're it, we're doing something that we haven't done before, uh, and we got a lot of money to do it, and that's cool. Uh, but it's also a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> so we're still trying to figure out um, where we're at with it and, and how to how to make a big splashy public announcement around it.
0: Yeah, coming soon. Hmm. Um, it is a, it's a big deal for us though just because that's the biggest like non-preservation related uh, like amount of funding we've gotten so it felt really good to have a place like the Andy Warhol Foundation kind of you know see us as a legitimate organization that deserves that kind of money so um, I think I think that's like really really great for us and hopefully it will lead to to more of those
1: yeah we'll ask again when we stop recording now i'm <laughs> now yeah. i'm very now i'm very <laughs> curious um, it's buried
0: in their website
3: if someone wants to go uh find it it's out there but yeah I no,
0: it, no yeah. one's yeah. preventing us from talking about it except ourselves it's not oh, like yeah. we're like not allowed to we just have it we have to like get some <laughs> get some get our shit together <laughs> before we yeah. make a real announcement until wait, wait you're ready that's it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll just we look will, it up and announce it right now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at him—he's googling. I, can I, I am. <laughs> He's making his internet.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, hey,
2: you know, I mean, we're we're now a hotspot for uh for announcements after after Pinkerton announced his uh astache book. So when we, when you're ready to announce. You're welcome to come back on the illustrious Oscar bait if you'd like to.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he wanted us to pull that back down. And I was like, I don't think so. I think we're we're going we're to leave it. <laughs> so, um, well, that's all very exciting. I'm sure we'll have more on that soon. And like you listeners heard, just go search the Andy Warhol Fun website if you just can't wait and you don't want to hear them or me announce it uh, (laughs) in 10 minutes but um we have a new lineup for the chicago film society you all have returned home to your old theater how does it feel rebecca's been there i haven't i haven't checked it out Uh
0: the vending machines are not working (laughs) but uh yeah good old north Eastern Illinois University, where we we did a show every Wednesday for uh, quite a few years. Um, It took a while for us to get back there because even after things sort of reopened after the pandemic, um, you know, they're a a university, so they were kind of going through like a different set of rules, and we just sort of had to wait for them to be bringing students back to campus and having in-person events from like outside groups. So we got the sign off on that. Um, And our first show is tomorrow actually. So.
2: Oh yeah, it's Rich Kids tomorrow,
0: right? Yeah, Rich Kids is Uh tomorrow. Um, But yeah, I've been back there. It's weird. It was a little quiet, like not a lot of students there, but our equipment is still in the booth and it still works, which is really all we need. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to be back there. It's, it's a space that we've had issues with um, just because it's, you know, it's an auditorium like designed for like lectures and stuff. Um, But we do have kind of a nice community of people that come out specifically to those shows. um, And I'm excited to get back to it. It's a funny, it's a funny place to be showing boobies. Um, and it's right across, we're right across from WZRD, Chicago's greatest radio station, <laughs> <laughs> which is down the stairs, like in an unmarked door, like directly across from the auditorium <laughs> in the basement, there <laughs> is WZRD.
2: <laughs> well, you can just hide like that for your big announcement. There you go. Pretty yeah, sure. right. We've
0: yeah. actually like, we tried to get on, I think we did one show there when we first started at NEIU and then we never really heard from them again, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we need to hit a man cow and <laughs> Okay so big. That's important to note Bring your own Mounds bars Bring your own Skittles packets Yeah um,
0: bring, bring your own microwavable cheeseburgers Yeah we have
1: we have one We have one uh, patron who
3: really loves The vending machine cheeseburgers um, And uh, He's going to be heartbroken When he arrives tomorrow <laughs> To find it I did see
0: a couple in there, but it's unclear if those cheeseburgers have (laughs) pre-pandemic.
2: Well, they can't. They they don't expire. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Yeah, I don't think they're made of, you know, things that can go
1: bad. (laughs) How do you, do you, is there a microwave to heat those up nearby?
0: Yeah, there's like a kind of a student center with microwaves and stuff. I mean, it's like real, you know, the real college scene over there. Well,
1: <laughs> let's let's talk about the movie Rich Kids by Robert M Young. What uh is 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 the secret project that you're you're setting up, you're showing the entire original run of Lionsgate movies.
3: <laughs> right. It's not. It's.
0: It's we, a we different this one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a different.
3: Uh, it's it's a different lion's gate. So one but, of them yes. is lion's
0: gate, one <laughs> word, and one of them is lion's gate with an apostrophe, and it's it's two two words so named after company. the same
1: thing, though.
0: <laughs> so
2: one one it was founded by a lion who was proud of their
1: gate, and one we don't <laughs> know. what a Very stoned lion. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I guess we can say so we can backtrack a minute which is that we did show Ghost Dog which was um, last week and that print came from Lionsgate one word but now that print I think I think it's okay to say this which is that that print is now going to go live with Janice Films who had the rights in the first place oh, but yeah, the print yeah. was like living in a warehouse and Lionsgate was like we don't want this like <laughs> I mean, they were sort of like, we don't have anything to do with this anymore. Like, so Janice is going to pick up that print, which is great because it means it'll be fairly easy for other people to show, and it's a really nice. Like, the print is really beautiful. So, programmers of the world, you can now book Ghost Dog: The Way of the Samurai, not (laughs) through Lionsgate. (laughs)
3: Lionsgate. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Lionsgate were real funny about it too. They like just they wanted nothing to do with this. So, like, please just remove us from all conversations we don't care about this print it's not our print <laughs> talk to the warehouse
1: <laughs> how did those screenings go of uh, the one screening of ghost dog that took place at the music box
0: um, it was good yeah it was great yeah, it I... was,
3: we we have a problem where we always book things on nights that there's a blizzard so I think we did the same thing with like e a few years ago mm-hmm. um so not like uh it was a good crowd. It was it was nice to see so many people come out in a blizzard.
0: It also, for the record, didn't snow. There was no yes, actual blizzard. I kept having people text later. me and be like, I want to come, but I'm really concerned about the weather. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> how long have you lived in the city? It snows. Just come yeah. see a movie. It's safe, <laughs> I promise. And then it didn't snow. But we got we got a decent crowd. Um, anyway, and it was Good. great screening and it sounded really awesome That score is uh, so the best. So mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, and we had some some young younger people come out that had never seen it or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. even heard of it, so that was very exciting. Always yep. exciting.
1: Oh yeah, and we also
3: had a super rowdy Harold Lloyd show. Uh, <laughs> oh that's yeah. Show. Very popular uh, letterbox in the audience throwing chairs and shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, the college kids showed up for that one, lost their freaking minds in the seats.
2: Well, hopefully that means that the music box can officially stop showing the room and now just show the <laughs> freshman for the rowdy midnight show here on out.
0: It's <laughs> like a what a fantasy. <laughs> right. Here's
1: a tip. here's a tip, music box. <laughs>
2: You can have that one for free, Ryan.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Will and I will be officially announcing this coming weekend that there will be no more The Room. (laughs) We're just
2: going to start making music box announcements that are not real. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's how I'll know if Ryan's listening. Yeah. We'll we'll just see how far it can go before he sends me an angry text.
1: (laughs) That's good. I like this um okay so back to Ridge kids
0: yeah cameron and i haven't seen it
1: nothing about it (laughs)
0: but kyle is calling it the licorice pizza of its day because it's like a coming-of-age film about some kids with screwed up parents that have semi-inappropriate sleepovers with each other (laughs) but it sounds great i'm excited to see it it's a collector's print um, I think it's kind of the only way to see it. I think there is like some online version that's not so good, but
2: yeah, real, real busted.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and people seem it's like one of the sh- shows in the schedule that a lot of even sort of like film has come to us and been like I've never even heard of this, which is oh, I yeah.
2: Can I read the, uh, I love the Gene Siskel quote you guys included mm-hmm. in your yeah. latest program. The adults are a bunch of boobs in this film, especially the men. The woman that wrote this picture must not like men because every one of these guys
1: is an idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Sounds like an endorsement, not a complaint, Mr. Siskel.
1: <laughs> yeah. You see John Lithgow is dumbest. Um. Yeah, well, I will say this is a great movie and people should check it out. It is morally above board compared to a movie like Licorice Pizza, which has kept Will and I up at night thinking about how much that movie has fucked my moral compass up. But um, this one's safe, so people should go check that out. Uh, We also have coming up. We have Martin Scorsese's The King of Comedy. <laughs> um, it looks different. You um,
2: just had to do it, didn't you?
1: I had, I had to. I'm gonna go get more coffee while after that one.
2: <laughs> I didn't know this, I didn't know you guys had this in your collection. That was very exciting to see.
1: Yeah,
3: I think that Julian gave, I don't know, uh, I I said, can, can can we say where the print came from originally I think we can it I came from so. Agfa, and oh, I think Dave okay. gave AGfa some some super racist western from the 50s <laughs> that's like faded and they uh they sent us that in exchange years ago.
2: It's a great trade. yeah it sounds like <laughs> it really one out on that one <laughs> I, really, <laughs> yeah. I think they had multiple prints of the
3: king of comedy um, <laughs> yeah it was, it's it's wonderful wonderful movie.
2: Oh it's so good.
3: Much so, more likely for us to screen than the, the faded racist western. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was Africa Texas style actually, which you can tell by the name. Oh
2: God, yeah. <laughs> you guys could get it back and show it with Ernest Goes to Africa. Make a god. Of it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> There's a
1: movie. Yeah,
3: <laughs> we're actually not the the first one to show the sprint too. It showed in uh, University of Wisconsin a few years ago. Uh, When they did a a big thing of our collection, Um, so it's it's nice to actually be getting around to screening it.
2: Yeah, oh, it's so good. Anyone who has not seen this, or really any earlier Stephen Chow stuff, don't sleep on it because it's delightful.
1: So good, very funny.
2: Yeah,
3: (laughs) people Um. being extremely cruel and violent to each other, like (laughs) like this saccharine. Let's uh, build a community plot
0: <laughs> I did. Um, I so I have not seen the film, but I was inspecting the print sort of very closely because we couldn't get publicity stills for this movie that were good enough to, like, print in the mm-hmm. printed booklet. So I was trying to, like, take some pictures that we could use. <laughs> and, yeah, at some point I was like, there's a lot of blood in this scene. <laughs> I was like, what is <laughs> happening in this movie? This is really going against what I thought this movie was about. <laughs> uh-
2: Many surprises await you.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, big surprise for me. I have not seen your next one, which will be screening at the Music Box, and that is Howard Hawks' 1928
3: Fazil. Yeah, I don't think any of us have seen that either.
1: <laughs> Fair warning, if it sucks. <laughs> well, it sounds it sounds really good. Uh, yeah, I
2: haven't seen this one either.
1: Yeah,
0: it's the chic genre. Yeah. You guys aren't big fans of the chic Oh, genre. I love
1: that show. <laughs> one of my biggest yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Italian gladiator, peblum films, and then the the chic genre of the early 30s, late 20s. Um
2: all John lunches,
1: But then it's Dennis Scott's
3: a big fan of this one, the organist. He was he was the one who suggested it. Uh it's yeah. Rare early hawks too. So
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dave Dave, Dave Carr compares it to, uh, he says, in your, your blurb here, he says, seems to be experimenting with a Gauzy Sternbergian style, totally at odds with Hawks' pragmatic personality. Ooh. Sounds good to me.
2: I'm excited, because for fucking once, finally... I won't be working, and it'll work perfect to come watch this, and then we can host the uh, screening after it of Graduate First in American Pie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> a yeah, day! What day. a lineup! <laughs> 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 yeah. what, what a beautiful day to be the Music Box. Yeah, <laughs> I but hope you. there are
2: there are like customers who are watching all three. That'll make me happy. Yes,
1: yeah, Tunes, if you're listening, we'll be there eating all day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah! I didn't even realize that was on that same day. Perfect. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, it's perfect because it, what? This is like eleven thirty, and then our shit is a two. It's gonna be yeah. lovely. Yep.
0: Damn. And it's it's sh- it's on the short side, so you'll have time to get some wings in between <laughs> Fazil and what is it? Graduate first.
1: Graduate first. What's
2: the what's the real title? Okay, I'm so bad at French.
1: I'll never get it right. We can get Nick back on to pronounce it correctly.
2: Yeah, Pinkerton was none too happy that we called it graduate first.
1: <laughs> well, he's on a Parisian jet set trip right now. He's all...
2: He's like getting paid to be able to speak French, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah. The next one is fucking stellar. Wait, uh, let me
1: just first off. If Nick, if you're listening, fuck you and the Cincinnati Bengals. Good God, moving. Don't on.
2: try to bring sports into this shit again, please.
1: I have not recovered from that. I think I'm still hungover from that evening. All right, I'm so
2: mad you'd got sports on two of this.
1: Okay, but we also have bacon grabbers before Fazil. Uh, so, a night oh day. yeah.
0: I just noticed we're doing two Laurel and Hardy shorts in a row. Uh, comedy yeah. also starts with a Laurel and Hardy short, <laughs> short. Everyone should know that all of our schedules are based entirely around how many three Stooges and Laurel and Hardy shorts we can show and the fe- then we think about the features <laughs> later.
3: <laughs> oh. I think there was one season we had like five Popeye cartoons before <laughs> the features. <laughs> so
0: good. Ghost Dog uh, had a really great Woody Woodpecker short before it, which was yes, super
3: fun. <laughs> uh-huh. it,
2: made me, it made me think of you guys' shorts and features pairings when Indicator started putting out their Columbia Noir box sets, because each each one of the films is paired with a Three Stooges short that is thematically mm. relevant.
0: Oh, yeah. I think they definitely stole it that stole idea from, stole us. from
2: us.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you, you need
2: know. more money after the Warhol stuff comes through, then you can just sue Indicator.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Warner Brothers doesn't do these night at the movies things on their, their DVDs anymore. Remember when they used to be like, you get like the roaring 20s and it's like, and now you have a, you have, oh, a, yeah. you have an old short, you have a newsreel. Yep. No, no one remembers
0: that? I don't
1: <laughs> watch DVDs. Oh, wow. <laughs> Then let's we'll get back to the,
2: to the Film Society, John. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> okay, we've talked about bacon grabbers. Haven't seen that one. Looks good. Um, we have a movie called Hallelujah by King Vidor.
2: This movie's so good. You've seen it? Yes. Oh, I love. Only second to the big parade for me in the King Vidor land. He's got, he's my kind of melodrama. That dude knows how to do big sweeping heart feels.
0: <laughs> yes. Also, what the first all black musical. Yep. So yep. that'll be an exciting one. That's a restored, restored print. Should be beautiful. Oh yeah. Library of Congress.
1: Wow. Do okay. We'll we'll guess we'll go to <laughs> that. neither of us have seen this one. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I don't.
0: But these don't are the honest kind honest. of films that like you know. Probably most people haven't seen them, including yeah. us. But we are bringing them to you, mm-hmm. right? So you can see them in the theater.
2: That's it's awesome. a great, yeah. it's the best. Watching movies with a bunch of people who haven't seen them—the good feeling.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'll say this one will probably go over well for you all. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Some tells me people are probably really into this one. Okay, then we have a lesser known. One that I have not seen, and Will and I, since we run a horror movie podcast, this is pretty <laughs> upsetting. But we have William Castle's "I Saw What You Did" on March second. Um, did you have
2: to go? It's one of the one of the greatest prank call horror movies. So good. <laughs> I actually almost showed this instead of. Um, uh whatchamacallit that I showed in the movie. Straight Minnesota jacket. Store. Straight jacket. Thank you. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. It was gonna be yeah, it was like berserk straight jacket or I saw what you did in the final the final three. So I'm glad I didn't though now you guys can show um
0: it. I wish I could show you guys the publicity stills for this movie for which we got like a lot like 50 and they're incredible they're just all different versions of like these girls on the phone like you know super well lit like making insane faces it's such it's a really great like they did a really great like publicity shoot like, for the film
3: yeah if you um if you ever book anything through universal just make sure to ask for their stills because they'll send you their entire archive for whatever film oh my God. they're always just like insane behind the scenes shit and like, yeah. hilarious stage stuff
2: I, I I feel like an idiot. I've booked a lot of movies from them and have never known that, but I will now. so thank you.
0: <laughs> they're the best. Everything yeah, about working really, with Universal is like they're amazing. We love them.
3: love film over there.
0: Yeah. yeah um also we when we tweeted our schedule out, William Castle's daughter, who has like a hundred followers on Twitter, like just made it. she was like, I don't know what she said something nice like. Oh, I oh, love that movie because uh, he's my dad.
1: And we, and we, we were called all him like, dad.
0: yeah, we were like, is that really William Castle's daughter? And it totally was. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah, it was really We also
3: really got a lot of nice. traction with the, the William Castle fan club uh, and a few <laughs> a few different chapters of it in <laughs> cities.
0: Can yeah, I go by bus for the screening? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Why aren't we? I should join the William Castle fan club. What a, they're probably a wonderful group of people. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's really pure. It's like yeah. good, good vibes only. Yeah, definitely.
1: I would imagine it's the same people who run like the Buster Keaton fan clubs, and
2: well, they can get pretty weird. I've having I've interacted with those those people. Some of them are great. Some of them get pretty weird.
3: I think I yeah, like whenever I I had I, I had um. I think I was taking it back from doc films or something. I got like an Uber one day and like, I don't know if y'all have this experience where you try talking to people who aren't like movie people about movies and and it's (laughs) like, this doesn't go anywhere. But I was like talking about old movies and like what I did with this fucking driver. And she like just immediately was like, what's that guy's name? He's like always introducing the movies, the horror movies. And like, it ended up being like William Castle and we just had this like beautiful Conversation about William Castle for like twenty minutes in the oh. like, the way home. It was very un, unexpected experience. So, anyways, they're, they're how out old there. was
0: this person? This is the, an she older was like person in
3: her like forties or fifties. I don't oh, know. That's, cool. that's awesome. Yeah, that is sick.
2: Wow. See, that's a ni- that's a nice moment to hang on to.
3: <laughs> Just they're out there. The William Castle fan club. <laughs> up. Um, we also yeah.
0: don't have to do any. Like we did, we did print out the the sheets, the punishment poll sheets. When we did, showed Mister Sardonicus. But we don't have to do anything for this one because it didn't have a. It had a failed. Like (laughs) they put, they were going to install seatbelts. Yeah, we (laughs) got to install
1: seatbelts, but But then then it was such a lame
0: idea that they never. I don't think it actually was ever implemented. Seatbelts, because you were going to be like scared out of your seat. We will not be installing seatbelts at NEIU for this show since that idea did not, was a little half baked. Please, please tell that story though before the screen. <laughs> I,
1: I hate to say it, it's uh, a Terry Castle. If you're listening, I've looked you up now, by the way. Um, if you're listening, your father bricked that idea. Yeah. Uh, but he had some good ones. (laughs) I'm glad that one did not move any further.
2: (laughs) Just think, if that had happened, we might have been talking more about seatbelts than the tinglers. You never know.
1: (laughs) patrons like people in the 50s unable to get out of their seats
2: yeah that would have gone so poorly because people would have forgot
1: (laughs) someone dripped marmalade into like the hinges of it and you can't get out um (laughs) wow that would be good okay so moving on uh wait do you have anything to say about uh your short safety in the home the second edition
0: that's just going to be a funny uh, educational film about not hurting yourself. So.
1: <laughs> okay. That might be yeah. fun with people strapped in. <laughs> we'll <see>. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: okay. Moving on March 9th. We have a film by a director named John Ford uh, called Airmail.
2: I've never heard of this movie.
1: Does someone want talk to talk about director? Because this is one I'm I'm unfamiliar with a lot of his stuff, but he seems cool. You know, <laughs> at his IMDb. Yeah, trick.
0: most famous for directing this 1932 pre-code film about the post office. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know what he did after that. Nothing.
1: Yeah. nothing. Fell into obscurity. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> also, bless you guys again for the wording on this one of. Uh... Played with Teflon sliminess by our favorite pre-code asshole, Pat O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Have you ever seen, he's, uh, we showed, we showed uh, this, one of my favorite things we've ever shown this Edward L. Kahn film, Laughter in Hell, which is fucking wild. Uh, you can yeah. only see it via, via film from Universal right now.
0: We should show that again. that film is that. incredible.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's just like one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Uh, uh yeah he's he's real good in that one too he's he's much like creepier and in, in this one he i don't think he murders his wife in this one though um
2: that's in his contract he's like i'll be in a movie <laughs> as long as i get to kill my wife <laughs>
3: um yeah the, airmail airmail is like insane like it's got i i don't know how uh like a hundred people didn't die on the set of it like the plane stunts i don't like watching plane stunts and shit i was i saw top gun rewatched it a few years ago it was just the most boring thing but um they're like they're really insane and this one like they're just like how uh how just like they didn't sow mass destruction on the set of this film i, I have no idea um, maybe they
0: did and it was covered well, up sure
2: yeah <laughs> And is this a post office educational film playing before it?
0: You, you yes, know it is. it is. Oh, I think it's so excited.
3: I, is this this one's sh- we've watched this one. This one's shot in I think Naperville, right?
0: I don't remember. It's another Encyclopedia Britannica educational <laughs> I short. I don't know.
2: Oh, that sounds amazing.
0: Yeah. John, yeah. we gotta go, we gotta make
2: it out uh to NEIU for this because that's in between our last two highs and lows screenings. So let's that's- March
1: 9th. Yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah. Now that, now you've all got me, we're talking about Pat O'Brien. Now I'm revved up. So, <laughs> um, girl fell with me,
3: man. It's all the, all the boys.
1: I think, yeah, this is uh, a, Pat O'Brien around the same time did another air male movie. Uh, I think this was for that guy, Howard Hawks, Ceiling Zero. So this is, uh, this is a pretty cool, uh, Genre for Mr. Pat O'Brien, the daredevil mailman. Um, <laughs> receding hairline and pot belly. <laughs> yeah. Um, should also note Carl Freund is the man who shot this. So probably don't need to explain that to anyone. So we're, we're not going to, but. Um,
0: um, yes, dear humans who don't have any idea what John is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was a cinematographer for Sunrise, correct? Anything
1: correct. else? Yeah. The uh, Moon House. Yeah, the yeah. some universal horror movies um, directed The Mummy. Also, fun fact about, um, Mr. Freund, he may have, he claims that he might have been witness to Fritz Long murdering his first wife. Mm. Oh. Yes. Wow. Yes. That? Bel- believes that he was outside when maybe Fritz Long and his second wife, a noted Nazi, might have might have shot his previous wife in the bathroom. Wow. Yeah. Uh that's for another time, so we'll Damn, move on. all right.
0: <laughs> Been a lot of wife murdering so far in this podcast. <laughs> it's 11.30 in the morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, this, this is a lot for me right now. I have to a get
2: lot. another cup of coffee if it keeps being about <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm yeah, going to need a little more coffee. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is a lot for having wrecked my stomach with a Jardinera pizza last night. So, uh, but.
0: Speaking of, well, now we can move on to the next title. This yes. is a good segue.
1: Yeah, it's a great segue.
0: A film that features a lot more chopped up dead bodies than you would expect from Jane Campion.
1: <laughs> yes, Jane Campion, Oscar nominee, Jane Campion.
0: Yeah, once she made a very sleazy erotic thriller called In the Cut.
2: This movie deeply wounded and excited me as a youth.
0: Yes, same. <laughs>
2: yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. I remember like feeling like I, I wanted it to stop, but I couldn't stop it, and then I also at some point decided it shouldn't stop, but I still felt weird.
0: <laughs> it's a strange movie. I hope we get a good turnout for this, because I am a fan of this movie and we started to notice that there was some sort of like for some reason people were just talking about it a lot on the internet recently and we were like I guess we should show this Hell yeah like we talked about showing it we were like maybe now's the time there seems to be some chatter about this
2: film (laughs) I mean I think it'll you know just I think it'll do really well especially coming off the Oscar shit however that goes down
0: yeah and it's a, it's a good strange fucked up movie so yeah I'm excited to show it I've we also have shown there. a lot of like what I think what are considered like the lesser campions. <laughs> 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 so, and we're running out. This is sort of the last one. We did yeah. Holy Smoke, which is one of my favorite films of oh. hers. Yeah. Um, and then we showed like her, the first movie she ever made. We have a print of Two Friends. Oh, really? Which we screened. No. Yeah, it's a, that film is like actually pretty incredible, but so. And she doesn't have that many films, so we're we're running out of the lesser known champion films.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this is a lesser known, but I think yeah, this should go off pretty well because I think the I think this world is ready for in the cut and yeah. uh, ready to see Meg Ryan before her before her ill fated appointment with the nip tuck doctor. Wow, John. Wow, she looks like a like a porcelain. Oh, star. I
0: didn't even know that reference. I haven't really like paid much attention to her like more recently.
1: Well, I'm always I'm all over the gossip columns, so <laughs> I know <laughs> what's going on. It's sad. No, it's sad. I've also heard she was a terrible person on the set of something. Once I have a very funny story, we won't go into about that, but we're trying to promote the screening okay we'll cut that last one (laughs) we could
0: say let's just say that she's at her peak in this film yeah 2003 and also
2: featuring a meg ryan peak trailer reel
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. also featuring full frontal nudity from mark ruffalo which if you're into that which i don't know who isn't uh, <laughs> would come I, I this. That. Might be. I'm. I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. Is this CFS's first erotic thriller, Cameron? <laughs> uh. Is there any other ones? I don't know. I think it might be.
2: All right. What a way to do it for your first one out.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. A, only. It's only the beginning. Let's hope.
2: <laughs> Next yeah. season, the only erotic
1: thrillers. <laughs> now that would be cool. <laughs>
0: We're going to
1: call it um, Chicago Film Society Late Night. Yeah, After <laughs> dark.
0: After dark. Yeah.
1: The, the, the hamburgers are restocked.
2: <laughs> Get your Skinamax and microwave hamburgers.
1: Let's, let's, let's just take a look at Meg Ryan's IMDb real quick. Where she was at this point in her career. Um, hot off of Kate and Leopold. God,
2: I forgot that was a movie.
1: Yeah, I guess this, yeah, this movie and Against the Ropes were kind of, I feel like, the last movies that she really, like, um, was, like, a big star of, because after that, it's stuff I've never heard of, so, anyway, this is, this is her at the peak with a one foot dangling off the other side of the mountain. Um, (laughs) Great movie, though. It's really good. (laughs) Okay, we're moving on. We're going to Saturday now, March nineteenth at the Music Box Theater. We have this guy again, King Vidor. The crowd. Now I know none of us. <laughs> we are
0: programmed about. two Vidor films.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him. He's good.
0: <laughs> he is, there King, <laughs>
1: King, is there a King Vidor film you wouldn't show? Uh, I would not
3: show Duel on the Sun. Why? It's nasty.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can that be the title of this episode? Do, I would not show "Duel in the Sun." It's nasty. It's nasty.
1: <laughs> Too pervy.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. what is the uh, what's canned thrills that precedes this one?
3: Uh, I don't know. It's uh,
1: is it might be a cartoon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. well i'll find out together when it unspools Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> we are i am on it right now john l Hawkinson let's take a look at this guy here let's see what he's done
0: okay no it's a it's a newsreel about Coney island oh that's right yeah oh, that's yeah awesome.
1: cool okay. okay
0: oh weird shot by okay so Kyle Westfall who is our 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 co-worker at CFS. Apparently, the film was shot by his wife's great-great-uncle. What? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how I missed this when we were talking about programming shorts, but that's wow. what this movie is, so that should be cool.
1: Well, that's sick. Yeah. Whoa. 1927. Damn. All right. Okay. The rediscovery of the documentary shorts of John L. Hawkinson is underway.
0: <laughs> he has...
1: Other things called busy bodies, bath time, bunker battlers, the agile ape looks good. Okay, speaking of shorts, we're moving on to another. Well, actually, a lot of shorts. We have very,
2: very pumped for this. This is cool as shit. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
2: yeah. You want to talk about um, Onion City a little bit? Yeah.
3: So yeah, Onion City reached out to us about doing a collaboration um, some time ago. <laughs> And I, it had happened that uh, I don't know if y'all watch like Mark Discano, the the film preservationist at the Academy of Motion Art, Picture Arts and Sciences, who just released their uh, uh, award nominations this morning. Um, he's been working on restorations of of I mean, lots of things, but um, of Sharon Cousins' works uh, specifically, um, and he's been showing stuff on Instagram. So I'd like caught up with. A few of these films, like on his his Instagram live, and uh, they blew me away. I, having lived here for ten years, like still had never heard of this person. Turns out, like as I'm like doing research into these these beautiful films, like oh shit, she's local. Oh shit, she like basically started the Union City Film Festival with some other experimental film weirdos. Like, um, this seems like a perfect opportunity to show these these crazy films um they're not you can't really see them on video they're they're like they're fucking beautiful they're so crazy uh like lots of like optically printed shit like uh, amazing soundtracks of like experimental music um and it's local i don't know uh sh- i i i should also say like um sharon moved out of the city in like, I think 2009 or 2010 to, to Wisconsin uh, and like totally retired from filmmaking. Like, so her, her big passion for probably the last 10 years of her life was um, the dog show circuit. Uh, and she started this like incredible boutique uh, dog coat company, Blue Willow Dog Coats. Uh, <laughs> they have, I think the best website ever. If I would recommend everyone go and check it out. Check it out right uh, now. I don't uh, get you jazzed. I'm seeing her uh extremely beautiful, incredible, necessary film work.
2: That's awesome. And there's a, and it's a new print, right? Um
3: of, uh, uh, of Rose Yeah, Roseblood, yeah, Rose which is like kind of like her her like most screened film. Uh yeah, there's a new print of that. And then we're showing um Prince of a Trojan House, which is like her other her other big film, and then uh which I haven't seen, but I've, I've heard is like the remarkable uh we're also showing a film she made in alaska called shells and rushes which has all this like great madonna imagery which you can see a little snip of a uh, snippet of in our booklet um just pictures of madonna with like shells and and basket weaving that's
1: amazing
2: good this sounds incredible
1: i'll watch that it, it, speaking of incredible these these dogs
0: right the dog in its pita bed <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, she had a pita bed. I, did love- I love
0: my pita bed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> also, I'm excited because I'm confident that, so my, my day job at the Pooch Hotel, uh, I see all sorts of coats coming in, and I've certainly seen ones that look like these. So now I'm going to start asking people if blue willow dog coats it'll make the parents happy I
1: know. <laughs> yeah is that the snow angel winter coat with the black gore tech
2: <laughs> that's so sick
1: uh. yeah these are cool if you if your dog is cold or wet <laughs> wrap them in one of these blue willow dog coats
0: is this company is not i mean is no longer with us, correct? Yeah, Cameron. Yeah, so I, she, don't, I don't know I mean, if this is, website is like defunct or not.
1: Uh, it does say it's permanently closed, but <laughs> you can still find them for sale on Etsy. Let's hit that link.
0: Oh, maybe someone's still doing
1: it. Yeah, yeah, it looks like someone might be um, out of Franksville, Wisconsin. Yeah, okay, cool. so they're, they're out right now, but I think based off of this, there might be a restocking of uh, dog rain slickers and so
0: <laughs> oh my god so the pe sorry this is probably not fun for people listening but maybe we can include a photo of the PETA bed <laughs> that's, well, that's <laughs> in, your, in your social media post but <laughs> yeah. when, when you look at the, the size descriptions it says <laughs> so they'll say medium bed can fit two whippets <laughs> yes And the XL bed can fit one Greyhound
3: (laughs) I think it's like a testament To her like working Ethic that she made these like all this like These incredibly Like labor intensive gorgeous Films and then took that same Energy And put it into making these like Really like Nice like I don't know I haven't handled one but I assume like Very well made uh, Dog coats Yeah and We're so, good, so, I'm
0: always banging this drum, but uh, dog-loving filmmakers are quite rare. So I always get excited when there's a dog, a dog, dog person filmmaker because there's yeah. almost always cat people.
3: Yeah, it's her and those... uh, Jean-Luc Godard. The yeah, and one.
0: like uh, mm-hmm. maki Yeah, is <laughs> a dog guy, but that's like it. There's like ten of them, and then everyone else is like a cat weirdo.
1: Or they're in Sublime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, the band. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they they let their dog run the sidewalk on the stage.
2: Bradley Knoll and Sharon Cousins, you get the connections only here at Oscar. All
1: right, so we're gonna find you, we're gonna find you all one of these dog things. Uh,
2: Now, uh, now we transition to the greatest movie with the most horrifying use of milk in history for my money. (laughs) Yeah,
3: it's one of many. Yeah,
2: it's so unsettling. Anytime, like, mental fragility or illness or descent is associated with milk, it makes so much sense and it makes my blood cold. I love it. (laughs) Nicholas Ray is bigger than life. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you know, um, anything to uh, say about this? Who's seen this one? I I, I think we've all seen it. We're
1: trying to throw some.
0: You know we try to do a mix of stuff that people have never heard of and then some some amazing films that probably a lot of people have seen but maybe not seen in the theater Mm -hmm. um and we wanted to do a cinemascope title because they're awesome Mm -hmm. and this movie is great yeah we always have a bunch of cinemascope titles kind of in queue to put on the schedule so
3: Yo. it's a real weird one too to be shot in cinemascope yeah <laughs> we got a guy doing a bunch of cortisone yeah <laughs> yeah Such a- uh it's Hold also on. it's weird because i feel like our our memory about like exhibition history is like really um you know it it feels like as we get older things that like just played it turns out like it was 10 years ago so i don't i think that the last time this showed was at the in chicago was at the gene Siskel film center in 2011 or 2012 oh, wow. um, which to us feels like it was like you know just a couple of years ago and then you realize that we're getting older and just, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people yeah. in the city who are into film have actually not had a chance to see something like this on film so
0: i think we try to check ourselves a little bit when we're putting together schedules and we're like oh we get our we have like our cinephile hats on and we're like oh yeah this just showed and then often, it usually will be Becca. Becca will be like, guys, this showed in, like, 2010. Like, we should screen it again. <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> or this screened at Doc Films to, like, seven people yeah. in, t- in 2015 who care? Like, we should just show it. And there, are, and there are all these people that have never even heard of this movie that are coming to our shows. So,
2: I think you'll get a good young audience, too, also. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully. Seems that young people are getting more and more into
0: drug this addiction. Stuff.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes.
3: Yeah. The, you know, it's the euphoria
0: of Un- the unraveling. Yeah. Watching people unravel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good I think that's a good pitch. Do you love if you love euphoria, you're gonna <laughs> yeah. really love figure <laughs> and late. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Yeah. laughs> style-faced old James Mace.
2: really has got a pink filter over that mirror. <laughs>
0: um, I noticed the other day, because Music box did a matinee of the Tarnished Angels, and the sad kid in the Tarnished Angels is also the sad kid in Bigger Than Life. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think Douglas Cirk would have been a fan of the show Euphoria. I mean, that <pueblo> <laughs> guy hates kids, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay let's take we have we have a little ad here we have to get in because now we are a official podcast mm-hmm. um based off of this is a perfect turning point because will and i also were talking uh, a couple months ago about um screening um, the movie mouchette and i very much was like that i'm pretty sure just screened <laughs> and <laughs> And it's like, no, that that beautiful Brayson retrospective uh, that this Cisco put on back in 2011 was still very much in my mind as I had just seen that. So it's real. Time is a time is a blip. And Will, are we showing Mouchette coming up here?
2: Why? Thanks for asking, John. (laughs) We definitely are. We're not only showing Mouchette it's a double feature with the film Angus, <laughs> which we now, uh, because they're sweethearts, genuinely, the star of Angus and the director of Angus uh, have sent very, just, you know, truly touching, really sweet uh, videos that we'll play before the films because they're both so stoked that it's not only playing, but playing with Mouchette. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're we're showing that. That's the second double feature in the highs and lows a series of films part one um following billy madison the Phantom of liberty uh all sorts of goodies um you can check out for a full-ass month it's a long series um and every single thing in the series will be 35 millimeter except for (laughs) oddly ed tv and how high which apparently all the prints are gone from universal uh For both of those, and shockingly, I could not find a collector who had either. And my attempts to reach out to Bob Dylan's son, who directed How High, uh, via his agent, fell on deaf ears. So,
0: (laughs) That's heartbreaking. Truly heartbreaking.
1: We even offered to show American Wedding, another Jetsy Dylan joint.
2: Uh, But, you Uh know, anyway, so, uh, yeah, come see us. Uh, Watch some double features. Uh, We think you'll... um, find some surprising, surprising things if you take the leap with us and watch these movies together. Um, cause the, in the trailer, I will say we, we lean on the, um, as came up on the cinephile podcast we were on, uh, in the trailer, we kind of lean on the visual similarities between these films. Um, the goal being to get people in the door and also because the last thing we want to do is tell People, what they're supposed to get out of these double feature experiences. Um, we just think they play interesting together. So come check them out. Yeah. We'll see February 12th, it
0: begins. It begins. We'll be at some the ones that I'm not looking at. Yay.
3: <laughs> Me and Rebecca are projecting a significant number of them.
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, gonna, uh,
3: we'll be watching
0: the rest.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I promise to do a good job.
2: Oh, you always say.
1: <laughs> yes, behind the scenes, thank you for all the work you all have
0: done. I <laughs> touched. I was touching the Billy Madison print just a few days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Someone labeled one of the reels "Happy Gilmore." It <laughs> so made me laugh. I was having a real chuckle in the booth. It was mislabeled. <laughs> Don't worry, it's the right film. <laughs>
2: It would just be someone just like spliced in the fucking subway ad from Happy Gilmore in the middle of
1: yeah. <laughs> Oh well we yeah, so, uh, Let's add on. that to our pre-show thing Will, little side note
2: The subway ad?
1: Yeah, maybe think about that Yeah <laughs> well, yeah. This is not on the, po- we're going to cut this part But we are
0: Enough we are- about you <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> We don't have to talk about that anymore Um You'll hear us talk about it a lot from here on out. So um yeah, yeah, I, ooh, you know no, oh, also
2: the last thing while we do it though we do have to thank our uh our sponsor for coming through. Uh because in a, a beautiful turn of events <laughs> instead of just being presented by Oscar bait and Hollywood entertainment, uh, we have a real presenter and that is DePaul University. So thank you so much DePaul for uh helping us pay to Fly in that print of
0: graduate first from France.
2: <laughs> That's
0: awesome.
3: That movie's so good.
0: Oh hey folks, can't guys. Play. DePaul did some is done some really good series at the music box, actually. Yeah. Well, Andy,
2: my dude Andy Stasi
0: Andy, I don't you can cut this out of the podcast, but that guy has an extraordinary sense of style. Yes, he and does. He, and he has an incredible car. Like, <laughs> he drives up to the box in this. like, Is it a convertible? It has yeah, these red, like, red leather seats. And he's sort always of an amazing. Like
2: Barbara lit when he pulls yeah. up to you. Uh, I, I remember I had... telling me, because I hadn't met him yet. We had just talked on the phone before we did the World War One series. And uh, you you kept telling me, <laughs> you were like, wait till you see
0: him. I was sort of obsessed because the first series we did with them was the universal horror. Like they presented yeah. like like they were doing Dracula and stuff. And he rolled up and I was like, he's like a modern day Dracula. Like he just was <laughs> like matched his car. Like he had this incredible like suit on it was cool I had a sort of embarrassing moment with him where they did uh they were screening wendy and lucy and he did was doing an introduction and he was sort of like talking about oh it was shot on I think he said oh it was shot on 35 millimeter he's sort of babbling about what it was shot on and I was so incensed that I got a microphone from the booth and from the balcony I was like super 16 <laughs> yes. and he was like oh <laughs> I I guess i've been corrected (laughs) i've never done that before but it was like we had just cfs had just done a super 16 like series where we were showing films that were shot on super 16 so i was really like gung-ho about the format and i had to apologize to him in the lobby later and he was like no it's great it's important for my students to know (laughs) the correct facts
2: (laughs) I also love that it's like the voice of God came down to say "Super
1: 16."
0: Yeah, I just did it from the balcony, so it was just like this weird, like you know, voice from above. Rebecca, anyway, please, I apologize. Please be on
1: hand to correct
0: us. Yes, yeah, so. it doesn't usually come up, but anytime,
2: even if it's whether it's format or otherwise, feel free to hop on the mic. You too, Cameron. While
0: we're in,
1: yeah we won't give you names you'll just be the ominous voices but we it, not a horrible idea for us um yeah. and uh also just you know buy some shirts you are listening buy these fucking shirts i swear to god you, i have i'm in so much money on these shirts you, you got to buy them um the all
2: didn't cover the boot boys investment john did
1: so. <laughs> yes <laughs> please help me out all okay. right
2: back to it and a perfect segue um, well,
1: first into... first what it was bigger in life preceded by tba
2: oh
0: yeah oh, we, we gotta that we figure that you. out so. sometimes we run out of time and we need to go to we need to get the booklet to the printer and we can't be dilly-dallying so <laughs> Please just get a milk short. (laughs) Yeah. TBD.
1: (laughs) I think there's a Laurel and Hardy one where Stan and Ollie are trying to pour the perfect glass of milk. (laughs) And they're hobos or something. I don't know. But I'm sure that exists (laughs) in their filmography. Okay, Will. I'm sorry to interrupt. I know you were really excited to talk about the next one.
2: No, it's important. We return with the fire brigade. Um... I'm excited. I'd never heard of this one either until
3: yeah. was sort of a yeah. last
0: minute, last minute yeah, we, ad.
3: We hadn't heard of it until uh we had something else slotted in that 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 spot and then MoMA announced their uh what was it to preserve and something series. Um But it was in there, it was the only 35 millimeter print like that they were screening as part of like this big restoration series. And Like, well, shit, this looks good. (laughs) Um, It's got like these crazy color sequences. Uh, Another film about civil servants on our schedule. Uh, We love them. Uh,
0: Yeah, it's, it's two, am I, I think it is, it's two strip technicolor, which is, I was misquoted in a Tribune article saying that it was a tinted print, but it's actually not. A two strip Technicolor is really cool looking. If you've ever seen a film that is shot that way, it's like really eerie and kind of weird, weird looking.
3: very small part of this film too It's not oh, the yeah. whole film. No,
0: it's, but come anyway basically entirely <laughs> yeah. on the color sequences which are probably like two minutes of the movie yeah
3: but <laughs> yeah. i mean I've, i have seen seen sections of it that aren't color but are still just like completely insane like another another one of these films that was like made at a time where uh there wasn't any sort of like oversight for um stunt people Uh, so it's just like like the clip I saw is just like a child like in the middle of like all this like crazy fire everywhere and like things like falling out of the ceiling and uh, just really like wild spectacle stuff that you'll never see in a movie ever again
2: (laughs) very excited for this one that wording is crazy too a flash of two color uh, a flash of a technicolor and a climactic use of the go process that illuminates the flames of a burning orphanage. I'll see y'all there. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens to this kid in the in the fire. And also it's preceded by my favorite cartoon rabbit, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yes. In Fiery Fireman. <laughs> <laughs> No one has anything. On I have track. nothing to say about no. this. It so
0: will probably be awesome. All of the cartoons we showed before the silent films are always awesome. Sometimes they're better than actual films <laughs> we show.
1: <laughs> well, coming up after that is on on four twenty, April 20th. <laughs> that, well, all... that
0: timing was an accident, I think.
2: <laughs> There's no better way to watch a Technicolor print. Than to get ripped with your friends.
1: (laughs) Yes, get ripped for ballad of Cable Hogue. Yes, one of my honestly my personal favorite um, Sam Peckinpah movie. So, what? uh, What? I'm so happy you called out the sex pest (laughs) priest. One of the more aged well aspects of Sam Peckinpah <laughs> film, um, but seriously, this is this is a, an absolute fever dream of a movie. Um,
3: yeah, you know, it's also probably the Peckinpah movie with like the 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 gender politics that have aged the best, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, no one gets raped in it to my not, to my memory. Close, uh, but yeah. No cigar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This this movie is so funny and so sweet, and it I we've we've shown a couple Peck and Paw movies in the past, uh, including Convoy. Um, I feel like these these like kind of goofy, sweet ones are are more to the CFS like I don't know aesthetic or they fit into our schedule better. But this this movie is like really wonderful. It's also one that I would show to people who don't like Sam Peck and Paw. Mm-hmm. um to say hey this guy's got you know that feeling that i think that i get out of like things like bring me the head, head of alfredo garcia or pat garrett and billy the kid it's still like in this one and you know, it's still a movie about like pathetic men but it's one where like they don't uh they kill people but not that many people I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, yeah it is a positively sweet sam peckinpah movie
0: yeah, um, um, that's also that normally we we introduce, we do all the introductions for our films, but that's going to be introduced by Stephen Lloyd, who is a friend of CFS and a film, a great film collector. And he is the source of a lot of the cartoons that we show before our features. So he's been a long time, like regular and supporter of CFS. And he's really cool. And he loves like his favorite movie, I think so we were
3: really? we asked, asked him to yeah. introduce it because he loves the film so much yeah it's i when um I, I know like when when uh when convoy was shown neither me nor rebecca were were involved in the film society but the the story that we heard was that um uh stephen lloyd was like so upset that that was going to be the first Peck and Paw movie that the film society was going to show that he made the julian and kyle and rebecca show uh the ahead of alfredo garcia that same season before convoy so
2: that convoy was the first one i mean that's, that's not but not not a bad instincts there yeah. tends to start with
1: i mean it could, it could have been the killer movies. yeah it could have been the yeah. killer elite which might not have gone over very well either for the back of the but i don't think convoy is the worst but um it, this this is for this is the real one for all you uh you Western heads out there, s- put the saddles on for <laughs> Ballad of Cable Hogue, and,
2: and go home and watch Junior Bonner. Your,
1: uh, yeah, evening. I mean, let's here's a here's a here's a fun topic, real quick. Is there a bad Sam Paw movie? Oh, I hate Straw Dogs. <laughs> you okay? Why do you why do you? There hate are
0: Spanish? also some members of TFS that like can't stand Paw. Like we get in arguments about it sometimes. Ooh. I won't. I, mean, I, out, I, I, I won't know. out them here, but I get it. When <laughs> not vibe with There's
1: not many of you, so <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, let me do the math.
1: <laughs> okay, well then we have one that is unliked, but Cry no,
0: because it's nasty. Cameron's like it's nasty. It's nasty. It <laughs> I, do, I like.
1: I like Peck and I'm
3: a Peck and Paw fan. I just don't like that movie.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, it's that's a nasty one. Um, <laughs> what, yeah, then no one's calling out the Osterman weekend. We all, we're all down with that one. I like that True. movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's all I wanted. Just wanted to clear the air on that. Um, preceded by Finn and Caddy by Chuck Jones.
0: Yeah, uh, so Stephen picked
1: a, that film. yeah
0: that'll be a perfect choice because Stephen picked it and Stephen has this like uncanny ability to to match cartoons with features like whenever we're kind of at a loss as to what short to show before something we go to Stephen and he often will pick stuff that we haven't seen and then when we watch it we're like oh my god this is like it'll often just be sort of like a visual connection but he's, he's there's really a good yeah, at it.
3: I, I previewed this one just to to out of curiosity and it i i, I don't I, I won't say i'll let everyone discover what, what the connection is but yeah it's there
0: what's the, the Minelli film we showed where the woman is going to like psychoanalysis and has all these crazy dreams
3: oh that wasn't was oh. it was uh, that was a uh, mitchell that was a oh, uh, lady the, in the dark
0: okay so that one he did he chose a cartoon for that that was like m- mind-blowing like how well it fit with the movie i still think about it <laughs> wow
2: well shit maybe we should uh get him to do shorts before highs and lows part Oh well,
0: yeah, yeah he's a very elusive he's an elusive <laughs> character
3: yeah i don't even think we're supposed to be talking about him
0: <laughs> here. Yep. You, have, you have to cut all of this out just bleep his just bleep. name yeah,
1: yeah. I, I just discovered how to use the bleep button on my setup and i'm a little excited by it so we'll totally find <laughs> whatever. that would
0: be i would love it if you every instance <laughs> said his name that would be amazing <laughs>
2: He's, He's going to be, be introducing
3: the like, now, so you'll see.
2: Now. Dude that be so great. yeah introduced
0: by bleep so people can <laughs> we're going we're going to fuzz him out like <laughs> like in that Woody Allen movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, let's right. round up let's round it up here. Will, do you want to round us up?
2: On uh, next up, we have the Marian kind. Um, this one's a quite a delightful,
1: a feel-good a, movie,
2: I would say, from George Cukor. I'm totally that wrong. I don't, I don't know if it's Cukor, Cukor. Who knows? Does you guys do you guys know?
3: <laughs> I think it's there's that that Dick Cavett show with is, is it it's him right yeah. and uh, and Altman and they say Cuker right?
2: Cuker, okay, yeah. No, you're right. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. All right. Mm-hmm. There it is, George, I'm sorry for all of these years that I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie's uh, just a, uh, I call this this kind of movie sometimes in a very positive way. Um, I call them like movies I watch with my mom when we hang out um, and and truly not an insult at all, only in the best way when we watch like delightful older Hollywood comedies that are just a blast and still are mischievous and still have, you know, little elements in there um, to make them great films, I think. But this one's a good time at the movies with your parents if you want to do that.
0: (laughs) Also featuring another person that works at the post office. Yes.
1: I'm glad I sat back down was going to say another glowing example (laughs) of our service workers.
2: (laughs) The sleeper theme of the CFS season is the post office. That's yeah.
1: usually the sleeper theme. <laughs> Get ready to clap, everyone!
2: <laughs> Shout out to the USPS.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, and this one's got a uh, let's see, "Life with Baby" uh, preceding it. What's that that's, one?
0: That's one of ours. Um, that's from our collection, March of Time, nineteen forty-six. Uh, I don't think I've seen this one. Um, so. TBD.
3: Yeah, I know it got moved around between, there's a few different films that we were thinking about showing this short with and then it ended up on that one.
0: I think it's another, like, educational film. Yes.
1: Life oh,
3: with okay. Baby. <laughs>
1: uh, if you don't know, if you're unfamiliar with Marrying Kind or Life with Baby, <laughs> This is the one to go to. It will make, if you can sneak a, you know, a screenshot of the Life with Baby title card, you will have an amazing Twitter story to go along with your tattoo that says baby. (laughs) And I just think that Rebecca's squinting. You're not, people love calling themselves baby.
0: I hope (laughs) it's good because it's 19 minutes long. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: gone, you're in trouble for encouraging people to get their phones out during life with baby. I'm
0: just saying.
1: I don't, you know, (laughs) people love to say their baby.
2: Is that a thing?
1: Yes. God damn it! Let's move on. Okay. I'm
2: not trying to be a dick here. I don't. I don't. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know calling yourself baby was a thing.
1: Okay. Well, maybe to. One of my ex girlfriends. This is the movie for you. It'll go along well with your life with baby wrist tattoo. Okay, let's move on to
2: the finale of the season.
0: This yes. was supposed to be our season starter, actually, and we got that date was canceled because uh, we were just still waiting on information from the reopening of NEIU. So mm-hmm. we had this on like January twenty sixth. I'm actually really glad it was moved because. Things seem to be improving with the the you know what let us not speak its name knock on wood so hopefully the end of the season is a better place to put this because we will all be in better spirits on May (laughs) fourth. We can
2: go and cry together. Yeah, Yeah. illustrious city lights.
0: Another unknown director, perhaps people are not aware of one (laughs) Charlie Chaplin.
1: Hmm. He's not bad.
0: I heard he's okay. He's <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: it's one of the better ones. It's pretty good. Yeah.
1: yeah it's a real eye-opener.
2: <laughs> um, I'm very curious about the short preceding this, because this is from 2019.
0: Yes, that's a friend like, of ours. Okay. Cameron, have you seen this? Matthew Hiddy, so?
3: uh, I don't know. I, I haven't seen this one. Okay. It should, it's like color, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little different. Little.
0: Um, yeah, Matthew Higgy is like a CFS supporter and friend, and um, I think it's like I think it's a film of neon signs. It's a sixteen new sixteen millimeter feature. Oh, cool. Um, so probably no one has seen this, really. I mean, I don't know how often it's screened. Um, so that's exciting. We yeah. do like to every once in a while, like screen films of current working filmmakers that are that are making short films. So uh, like on 16 millimeter. So that's exciting for us. That should awesome. be really good.
2: And uh, Cameron, I'm sorry if I shouldn't, but I do have to ask again, like the last time you were on, you talked about and shared with us your film. Oh, yeah. Um, I maybe have watched it a lot of times, and I'm still really hoping someday soon there will be a public screening so I can see it on film. Yeah. If that's happening, you
1: you can get this film off the ground. Do you have any way that these can be shown somehow?
0: (laughs) This is the. This is your feature, Cameron.
1: Yes, that you've
0: also seen. I am one of the only people I think that have seen it in an actual auditorium, and it was a very incredible experience because it was like the first film that I had seen in the theater. Like, it, it was still kind of during the shutdown. Like, I think we watched it in the music box while, when they were still closed in the small theater. So I had a like weird emotional experience watching Cameron's movie in an audience of three. One of one of those people being Cameron,
3: <laughs> the other one being my wife.
0: Yes, yeah, um, but yeah, it's time we should show it. Somebody should. Show yeah, it.
3: I don't, I, I, I can't make that decision, but someone else can. That's yeah, the okay. Awesome. Sorry to uh, yeah. on.
2: I just really want people to see this movie. Um, I think it's very special, and it, it floored me in my bedroom on my television. So I can't imagine the visceral reaction I'm going to have seeing it on film in a theater.
3: Yeah,
0: it was really. It was. Really Thank cool. you.
3: Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been. I, it's. Yeah, I. I'm slow. I'm not good at like the, the self promo thing. So I made it, and now I'm like working on another film, and sort of. Um, it's just like sitting in in the CFS office right now. The print, but uh, I, I the, I'm very touched that uh, that it's moved you at all in any way. Uh, so. I don't know hopefully 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 soon I'd like to show it on, on film somewhere around Chicago in the, the near term well, future soon
2: as, so. as soon as you do tell us obviously we will tell people about it.
1: This is all about getting that shown. Dancing <laughs> dance all wrong shot in my hometown of Kansas City, Missouri can't mm-hmm. get much can't get much better than that.
2: We're so, actually yeah. canceling highs and lows and we will be showing <laughs> you're dancing this dance all wrong twice. Uh, eight, times. <laughs> eight
1: times Just
0: lock the doors You thought you were here to see Billy Madison The doors have been locked
1: <laughs> Yeah Get ready. Barred, yeah, yeah We'll
2: go no. to lock-in Like those creepy church lock-ins That I went to growing up
0: <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Lock-in at the rec center I believe that's a South Park episode Yep
1: <laughs> Yeah Illicit substances will be pumped through the ventilation. (laughs) so Everyone just in the right zone. Um, I guess on that note, Cameron, do you have, you know, this is one of my favorite things when I log on Twitter uh, is getting to see you posting about, I don't know, like a, an unheard big Mo song or something like that. Do you have, uh, (laughs) this is the crunk corner. What are you, your recommendations that people should be bumping this afternoon? My rap music
3: recommendations. Uh, <laughs> I've been listening to the, the Icy Hot album, Mind Over Matter, a lot lately.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. If you don't know
3: Icy Hot, he's like foundational Texas producer and rapper, uh big into dub music also. So this record's like, it's like a post punk record or something. It's like, wow, crazy cool. dub textures, just squalling. <laughs> and then like, the worst recorded raps. Like they sound like they were recorded on like a, like the Cassio tone, like record function on the little keyboards. So it's just like real crunchy. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's like one of the best albums you'll ever hear. I don't
1: know. Um, oh, yeah. I'm looking at the cover right now. That is beautiful that is, cover. Beautiful, beautiful classic 10 and Pixel. Yep. Love that. Um, I'll,
2: be, uh, I'll be showing that album to the dogs tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: We'll see what they think
3: but yeah his production work on his solo stuff and then his production work on all the the street military stuff is top notch one of the best one of the top five rap producers in my opinion
1: all right oh, big big okay well
2: well thanks for that I've been stuck in an Esham hole again and I need to really get out of that so I need to go <laughs> I need to be in a horror core zone again in my life so I gotta move on <laughs>
1: Well, we have a lot of work to do this week. So come over. We're gonna pour up the red and we're gonna put on icy hot and it's gonna be sick. Um, <laughs> right,
2: uh, any um any uh parting thoughts about the CFS season or you know, anything else y'all are working on? Or also as last time, if there are any movies you've watched recently that you're excited about, whether new ones or old ones, you'd like to share with our rabid listeners, please. <laughs>
1: This is what people love the most.
0: <laughs> mm, I saw Saturday Night Fever in 35mm at the Gene Siskel Film Center last night, and it was a beautiful experience.
3: Mm, he's still good.
0: It was so good. It mm. was fabulous. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. Um, yeah, it's a tough watch on a <laughs> lo- in a lot of levels, but... It sounded great, and it's, like, really red. It's just such a, like, weird kind of gauzy, hazy-looking movie, so it was really fun to see it on film. Um, And the the director of the film center was, like, too too Seats in front of us, so it's like funny to hear like what she laughed at. <laughs> like that's always a weird experience. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I think she like she saw it when it came, like she remembered when it came out. So she had had. I think for people that were like a, alive when that movie was released, it's sort of like a campy movie. So that like people sort of made fun of it. But seeing it now, it's like not. Can't. It's like you know. It's, it's, a, it's a very like. A lot of pathos in that movie, and it's funny. They're funny scenes, but I would not describe that as a camp movie by like any means. Not
1: at
0: all. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. I saw that. Okay. I don't watch new movies. I don't really have much to say about them unless I'm like forced to, kind of by accident, because I'm working like as a projectionist and I have to watch it. On- yeah. <laughs>
2: well, if there's a new Clint Eastwood movie, that is the race.
1: yeah. Really? Yeah, are right, you yeah. surprised that Cry Macho got snubbed this morning?
0: I didn't know. Well, I still—I haven't looked at the list. Should I? I don't need to. It's going to uh, be down my it. throat at some point today. The in. Uh, but yeah, nothing for Cry Macho.
1: Nothing.
2: That's all you need to know. Nothing for Cry Macho. So who gives a shit? Bummer.
1: Yeah. Is, did, did is anyone a fan of any of the no Oscar nominees you don't have to look at what they are you know what Just they guess are. you could guess they're all good yeah they're all good I like Thank them you. All. yeah okay cool
0: I't can't, I I can't even think of what is the nominated. I mean I like liquor pizza okay we already talked about that movie though
1: yeah that's a good one
0: I don't think people need, but that you know, I could also see a world where like that movie was not nominated for anything. That's <laughs> so true. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there.
1: Yeah, I will say that was a movie that deeply surprised me. So maybe some of these other ones will surprise me, like the Shakespearean adaptation of King Richard
0: with with uh, William Smith. But that's not the same as the Macbeth no. movie.
2: Shakespeare versus Shakespeare this year at the (laughs) Oscars. But I was telling John before you guys came on my favorite thing I've heard from uh, people who are not movie people necessarily is apparently at home and in theater there has been drama because people came out to complain were confused why the tragedy of Macbeth didn't fill their screen and thought
0: there was something wrong mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> wrong size they made it the wrong size is the answer. <laughs>
1: yeah. these millionaires and billionaires do not know what they're doing when it comes to <laughs> the sensitivity of these at home uh, HBO Max viewers they also
2: forgot
0: to make it color oh, go
2: ahead I'm not going to watch it then
0: Okay, I'm looking at this list. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see West Side Story, which I'm actually was like psyched to see that and I didn't manage to see it.
1: So I will say it's incredible. It's good. I liked it. It's, it's the good. only movie I've seen
3: in a multiplex in the last two years, since we saw Cats.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah, that was my, my last multi... I think that was my last multiplex screening before the, the Pando came down. <laughs>
1: I would risk it for Wes, that story. That movie kind of, it needs to be seen on a big screen. I've
0: seen I, stuff since then, but but yeah, Cats was the last one before the- I
2: like think the uh, someone should get a hacker to close down the Oscars until they release the butthole cut of Cats, so. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> did, should, did like cover the, the Dog, dog okay. okay
1: do you see one of the cats buttholes
2: oh originally they had buttholes
0: they have airbrushed them out or something
1: yeah like
0: anybody's using an airbrush anymore <laughs> I, just, I just dated myself
2: <laughs> well i mean the way that movie's made they probably just literally put tape over it
0: yeah
1: <laughs> so all the cats in scenes behind them you could see their buttholes
2: supposedly
1: i mean that is like cats
2: I mean, cats do have buttholes and they show them to you all the time. So it would be
1: accurate. We got so far in the production. They were like, maybe we'll take the butt. Maybe the buttholes we spent. Yeah. We did we probably spent a week designing the buttholes for these cats. <laughs> and now we have to take them out.
2: Well, I imagine it was when they probably like did a test screening. And it- the scene where there's like a lot of heavy panting and they're all, you know, that like uncomfortably sexual scene imagine that with buttholes probably pretty next level
1: (laughs) yeah that does sound next level speaking yeah yeah. speaking of next level who here love don't look up let's talk about it
0: i'm leaving i haven't seen it oh i probably won't watch it Um, that's how i feel about it
1: (laughs) if you care about
2: yourself i wouldn't watch it
0: Okay. Well, that's not always a good. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, that's why I've I've watched it twice now, so you know. My I'm
0: not going to use that as a reason for <laughs> anything. I did. I was. I did catch. Oh, I'll say. I, one thing I did watch was I caught myself not being able to sleep the other night, and at like one thirty in the morning, I was watching uh, a, the last forty five minutes of a Robicide, and. <laughs> which in the I was so excited about it that in the morning I start recounting this to my husband and he sort of looks at me and is like are you okay like (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) so special thanks to cathode tv which is my favorite streaming whatever wherever they're streaming now they're very helpful when you're having trouble sleeping (laughs) (laughs) More movies should end with a woman knocking a police detective on the head with a shovel. <laughs> That's how that film ends. Agreed.
1: <laughs> Cameron, did you, did you, do you have anything to say about Belfast? Uh, tick, tick, boom? What do we uh, got? I didn't realize that we
0: no, side wasn't nominated for any <laughs> awards. <laughs> I got off topic.
3: Um... <laughs> Uh, I, I don't really watch a lot at home. I think I talked about this last time. Um, I, I maybe this is a clue to what we got coming up. Uh, I've been watching a lot of like newer short, kind of experimental stuff shot on film at home. Um, just catching up with a lot of shit that I have never seen before. So I got like I would never seen anything by Rose Louder, uh, who is like incredible like foundational experimental filmmaker who no, never gets shown enough um, just makes films about like leaves and fucking how beautiful the world is uh, so I watched her last film which has like some long French title it's like 20 minutes long um, it's just I think it was shot in the Tartugas it's just like uh, these beautiful silent shots of like turtles like crawling all over each other and knocking each other into the, the water Oh,
0: great. I the the <laughs> sailboats for um at block cinema, I think I can't remember the title, it was really beautiful. I think it was maybe part of an iWorks mm. program, but I have, I have projected a couple of her films and they yeah. I agree they are the ones I've seen are really wonderful.
1: Um,
3: also, was watching stuff by this, this Austrian filmmaker, Victoria Schmid, uh, who just like sets up screens in random places and then like puts um uh, google map markers out for people to find them but she like makes films about each of these places so she has one that's like about a cinemascope screen that she shot in 35 millimeter cinemascope and that's wonderful and beautiful and another one about four three that's uh shot in 16 so this is the woman
0: that named an aspect ratio for herself
3: that's yeah, she, she invented her own fictional aspect ratio <laughs> called Victoria Scope. That's uh, four <laughs>
1: four one. Oh my god! I want to. <laughs> so I hope she makes a film in that. If you hated Macbeth,
3: <laughs> if the tragedy, Macbeth, <laughs> you'll love Victoria Scope.
2: <laughs> Victoria Scope. Ah, oh, well, that's a. Uh, I'm feeling peaceful thinking about those turtles now. I really want to see that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I want to see that. Uh, Thank you, guys,
1: for joining
2: us again. Um, You know, uh, if you're listening, check out the uh, Chicago Film Society schedule. Hopefully see all all of those screenings. Um, You know, keep up with what they're doing because it's always amazing. And now back in full force with the full season. So more amazing shit to come. We love you guys. We love what you do. Thanks for joining us.
0: Yeah,
1: we're gonna pause the the recording, neither of you are logging off until we find out what your secret project
2: (laughs) is. Yeah. Every day. Oh yeah, that's
0: tight. Gotta be tight. That's tight.